The Voices of Search podcast is a proud member of the I Hear Everything podcast network. Looking to launch or scale your podcast? I Hear Everything delivers podcast production, growth, and monetization solutions that transform your words into profit. Ready to give your brand a voice? Then visit IHearEverything.com. Bridge Toll, California, customer service number. Highway miles to the gallon, Ford Focus. Thailand Cave Rescue Operation. What is Schema F? Best wine bars in San Carlos, California. Best Western hotels. How old is Ronaldo? What happened with Big Brother? What's a good engagement? How long before a wedding should I send out many save the dates? The first Use IMAP to check email on other email clients. Identify fonts from where to find the Welcome to the Voice of search podcast today we're going to discuss seo in private equity firms joining us is micah fishner kirshner who is the vp of seo and content at turn river capital which is the growth equity fund that operates in a partnership model with its investment companies at its core strategy turn rivers proprietary software growth playbooks are custom made for growing profitable software companies today micah and i are going to discuss surviving an acquisition in seo and this podcast is also sponsored by Ahrefs. What if I told you that you could monitor your website's SEO health, backlinks, and organic rankings at no costs? Sounds too good to be true? Well, it's not. Because my friends at Ahrefs just launched Ahrefs Webmaster Tools. Ahrefs' new Webmaster Tools product quickly helps you improve your site's visibility by pointing solutions to over 100 technical issues that might be holding your search performance down. Plus, AWT monitors for backlinks so you'll know the most linked to pages and how those links are affecting your rankings. And AWT shares what keywords your website ranks for and compares how you stack up against competitors for key metrics like search volume, keyword difficulty, and traffic value. Look, monitoring your website used to require multiple expensive tools. And now, thanks to Ahrefs, that's not the case anymore because AWT will help you monitor your SEO health, backlinks, and keywords for free. And no, it's not one of those 14-day free trial offers. It's a powerful site audit tool that will keep working for you for free. So check out Ahrefs Webmaster Tools at ahrefs.com slash A-W-T. That's A-H-R-E-F-S dot com slash A-W-T. All right, here's my conversation with Micah Fisher Kirshner, the VP of SEO and content at Turn River Capital. Micah, welcome back to the Voices of Search podcast. Thank you for having me back. Excited to have you back on the show. First off, welcome back. Always good to have uh, returning guests. We've talked before about kind of the differences of SEO and, and how private equity is involved in the space. You are an expert not only in SEO, but you work for a private equity company, so you know sort of where the bodies are buried going through changes in organizational structures, reorganizing the team. Let's talk a little bit about what happens when there is an acquisition to the SEOs. Today's title is Surviving an Acquisition for an SEO. Are SEOs actually, should they be nervous? Are they surviving after acquisitions? Should they think that they're going to thrive? Walk me through what happens to an SEO when there's an acquisition. Yeah, so in I would say... If I were to take a step back and kind of larger, I think realistically for anybody, it, it's going to create some amount of nervousness. And I think for any person, they just in general should get familiar with what kind of acquisition and what's going on with that. I think the 
whether it's and I don't mean this from just like a PE buying a company and and but just generally from one company buying another or merging together, because when you think about it, there might be the potential of duplication of workers where maybe that bandwidth can just be sufficed by a single person now in that in that new organization. So in terms of nervousness, yeah, I would say any person realistically would be nervous to kind of understand what's going on, but not a freak out. It's just more like, what does it mean? Who's over there? What do I going to be doing? And where do I fit within kind of that new model? So Micah, I guess there's a, a three different ways that we can think about acquisitions. I think that, and I'll lay it out here, that there's, whether it's a small company or a large company, I guess it doesn't really matter. But, you know, I think of there's a smaller company, a startup that is going to get acquired by a larger company. There is a medium-sized company that is looking mostly for exits and liquidity. And so they're going to get acquired by a private equity firm and get merged in as a conglomerate. And then there is two large companies that are merging together. And obviously there's shades of gray in between those. There could be a small company merging with a large and private equity could buy large companies. And let's just, for the sake of this argument, say small, medium, large are the three acquisition opportunities for SEOs, what are some of the things that you think about? We'll start small and work our way up when there is a small, let's say a startup that gets acquired by a larger company, what should the SEOs be thinking and how should they handle themselves? Yeah, I would say at the first start is does the larger company acquiring you have an SEO already? That's probably the first thing. The Obviously, if there's no SEO, then the potential for growth for you expands dramatically. And then in that case, the I would say like the nervousness goes out the window to kind of really large excitement of where that potentially is for you in that new business environment. It gets harder when it's this company already has an SEO and then your role in that world, you might need to start looking of, can I figure out a way to either switch to kind of potentially a PM role for kind of if they're buying kind of the product itself to is this person really senior? So do I fit under this person? Or is this literally going to be kind of the same thing? And that's, that's the areas where things might, I would say, bring up a little bit of nervousness to try to understand where you might be able to fit and to know in advance how to handle what's going to happen. So first piece of advice, A, don't overreact. But you're probably the natural thing to do is you're going to go onto LinkedIn, you're going to start looking at job titles in SEO in the other organization and understand who's in the organization and what their roles are. You know, when you're going through LinkedIn and you're naturally looking at who else is in the organization, you know, is there anything that you can do to try to understand if there is duplication, who the other people are in the organization and how you should manage the transition? Yeah, that's where kind of seeing, doing your research in, in LinkedIn, is there a specific SEO there? Do they have experience with SEO, seeing who's within the org? You can maybe try... Acquisitions like this can be hard because oftentimes you're not allowed to talk to the other party. You're supposed to wait and see. But that's where if you understand and start looking at what is the organizational structure and how are they set up? Because for the most part, your business is going to fit into that structure and defining within their architecture, where do you think you can really see yourself so you can as it moves along, be able to justify your role, justify what you've done and how it would fit in the larger scope of things. There's a little gray area here, whether you're going through the acquisition process, how much do you reach out? Uh, To me, 
look, if you're doing some friendly casual networking and you go onto LinkedIn and you connect with the people that are on the SEO team from one SEO to another, and you say, hey, it looks like we might be working together. Would love to catch up. Let's set up time for a call and understand not only what the people do, try to understand what their strategies are, not necessarily have an official business meeting, but a networking conversation. Not only will you get a sense of how their team is structured and where the bodies are buried, but also, you know, hopefully you're putting your foot forward by being proactive and maybe you're doing a little competitive intelligence, right? Understand what are some of the gaps in their team, in their SEO strategies that you might be able to fill fit in if your role is going to change. Time for a one minute break to hear from our sponsor, Previsible. So you're looking for SEO help and you got a couple of options. You could start replying to spam from agencies that claim they can get you to rank number one on Google. You can pay an hourly rate for a consultant who will inevitably nickel and dime you with hourly charges. Or you can work with a cookie cutter agency to quickly launch a strategy-less project with low success rate. None of those sound very good, now do they? Well, that's where Previsible's integrated consulting model comes in. Previsible draws from a collective 40 years of SEO and digital marketing experience to unlock your organic growth opportunities. They build custom solutions that combine strategy, technical expertise, content, and reporting to effectively operationalize SEO for your business. Previsible's four-stage approach ensures that your SEO programs thrive by starting off with a strategy-first approach. Then they support you in your efforts to create quality content, help you identify technical issues, and most importantly, they'll work with your cross-functional teams to integrate your SEO strategies to make sure that your SEO budget actually drives results, not just your agency's bottom line. So join brands like Yelp, eBay, Canva, Atlassian, Square, all who rely on the SEO consultants at Previsible. For more information, go to previsible.io. That's previsible, P-R-E-V-I-S-I-B-L-E dot I-O. Let's talk about the second topic here, which is, all right, now we're at a medium-sized company and there's a liquidity event. The private equity guys are coming in and we're, we're going to get sort of merged together with other relevant but not directly competitive business. It's a roll-up. Talk to me about what happens to SEOs in a roll-up scenario. Yeah, the roll-up scenarios will vary quite a bit depending on the private equity firm that's buying. What's the goal that they're looking at? Essentially, from like a PE perspective, it's where do they see the opportunity within the business to improve things? On our side, we focus on the turnover side. We focus with growth. And we often look for, as an example, operational inefficiencies where they're not as very good in like marketing, customer service, sales side. And what we're trying to do is really grow those teams Further. And so an SEO in that type of that type of role coming in is going to be empowered quite a bit because they that thing that you're going to want to look at is to see what can I do to showcase. Here's where potentially as an example, I've been st- stimulated. Here's the ideas that I can do and how we can grow the business and really bring in more revenue. Whereas if they're there from a tech side that they only want the tech, that's a harder kind of pitch. Like you're basically having to look and understand what is this business buying us for in order to kind of set myself up to kind of promote why I'm of value, why I'll be good with the team. In the case of two companies, got an SEO, like myself helping there to buy, oftentimes from my end, I'm at a cross-portfolio level providing strategic input and and having somebody to 
to work with so they can kind of implement things, but take ideas in turn. It's a great cooperative kind of like idea generation kind of environment. I think that when I think about a private equity merging together multiple companies or, or doing some sort of a roll-up, this is where as an operator, I think there's a lot of risk, or at least there's a lot of perceived risk, which is the private equity companies have the micas of the world who are on staff to run SEO strategies across their entire portfolio. And therefore, they don't need me because they have one super SEO who does the SEO for eight different companies. Right? That would be... So this this is the part I'd qualify because like, there's like next to no SEOs in P's. So that's the unique part here that TurnRiver provides is that we actually have like these experts in their specific roles who are there to help everybody in the business do a better job. Most PEs, as kind of, I think what you're alluding to, we, they don't have, they maybe at most have kind of a agency record that they work with essentially, but that's a different aspect where, yeah, you have to understand like, how is my role going to change if at all? Because a lot of the other kind of PEs will usually focus entirely on how they can save money and less on the growth side. That's always the wrap of PEs. And I don't mean to talk about Turn River specifically. You guys have a drastically different model where you're supportive of the existing operators and your job is to help the SEOs as opposed to replace them. Often, and maybe this is what most people think of PEs, is it's all about consolidation of resources for efficiency. And so people get nervous. Hey, we're getting bought by the private equity guys. Some people are going to get canned and they're going to bring their own people to manage across multiple brands. Sounds like for SEOs, it's a little bit less of a concern because most private equity firms don't have SEOs on staff. So the SEOs might be safe in the sort of middle-term traditional private equity type model. Let's talk about the larger, the mergers and acquisitions, two big companies, the big motherships, the asteroids that are headed for a collision course and they mash into each other and God knows what is left remaining. Two big Goliaths merging together. What happens to the SEOs? Do we all just shake hands and say kumbaya? <laughs> Those are fun ones in some ways where it's like, who's basically the top SEO? Who's, is, uh, what is that new architecture of the team going to look like? And it becomes almost some of it of a fun political game, so to speak. The way that I would kind of put the merger of kind of these large brands together is there's going to be a lot of time to figure out where does everybody sit and how it needs to be. Oftentimes, what may happen in when you're looking at that is to see if does the current business that's buying you already have a business unit or a product unit structure. And that's a good sign of you're still going to be still there after this whole merger and not going to be kicked out. Uh, because basically... They're buying you for this whole new business line. And so they need people to run it and they need people to optimize it because it's, it's just a huge amount of work. But if it's the team structure is often built in a way that's not by business units, then there's potentially less of a, of a view where this person, you are vital for that business unit and more of like, what is your individual skill set that might be able to supplement the current SEO team? And so it's a way of looking at, again, going into the competitive intel what is this business that's buying? How are they structured or where they want to go with that structure to understand where you might be able to fit to know if you have a role going forward. Obviously, you, know, you have off channels, be able to kind of talk with them and see what they have in mind. But 
sometimes in these very large ones, there's specific, very much anti-competitive lines that you cannot cross and talk to, at least anywhere officially, and neither should you. But those are ways in which you need to do your due diligence in advance, that you need to be aware of what is going kind of what is the plan, talking to your current boss to get a sense of what they might know and what might be able to help you in this kind of future. Because there's a lot of unknowns when it comes to kind of these larger organizations and having a sense of at least what they've done so far and what they've built at least give you a good direction of what the likelihood is going to be. My feeling when large companies merge together... And I lived through this uh, when I worked at eBay. eBay acquired a couple of companies while I was there, but Skype specifically being the longest one. And there was like a two-year merger process. And whether we were consolidating the marketing teams, whether we were figuring out what the integration between one software and the other was, slow-moving, political, like... I feel like people get really nervous around acquisitions. And it is a time of change. Let's not downplay that. Your role might be changing. Your job might be at risk, but there also could be upside potential for you as well. When you're talking about big companies, my feeling is you got time to figure it out. And so these organizations take a long time to approve the mergers and acquisitions. And then there's an integration timeline, larger businesses, hopefully more profitable, which means that there's less urgency to get everything done in an immediate fashion like you would at a smaller company. Absolutely. But it also then kills off like any projects you're working on, pretty much. Like it really like as if you're really uh, as an SEO wanting to get stuff done and really trying to get things through those kind of larger company mergers, things just go to kind of a halt because the uncertainty, the, you know, if you were in the process, say of a migration for some of your other small ones that you own, now you don't know if you need to still do those because if the Merges together, maybe they have a different policy that they want to do. So the nervousness may not be kind of your your job and stuff, but it may be the things that you're interested in doing as an SEO suddenly gets blocked. But hopefully on the positive side, if what you're doing is getting blocked, if your role is redundant, if you think you're not going to be around in the organization, big companies move so slow, you got enough time to find another job. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Like is absolutely the nice part about kind of it is a slower pace for that purpose. And so if you're if you're really, really worried of those kind of large orders merging together, yeah, you've got time. But the flip side is, is like you don't want to get beholden to kind of that slow pace because that can infect upon your own mental structure of how you do work and how you do things with SEO. And so that's one thing to just kind of as well be aware of is how that kind of slowness may impact your own things that you want to do. Yeah. When you're going through an acquisition, it's a time of change. It's often a time of great insecurity, ambiguity, confusion at times, but it also can have positive benefits. It can be a liquidity event, can help you financially, can give you the time to course correct in your career and do what you want to do. And also sometimes if you are redundant, it gives you an opportunity just to cut bait, start fresh and you know, figure out where you're meant to be. 
And that wraps up this episode of the Voices of Search podcast. Thanks for listening to my conversation with Micah Fisher Kirshner, the VP of SEO and content at Turn River Capital. Join us again tomorrow when I continue my conversation with Micah and talk about SEO at private equity firms versus being in-house. If you can't wait till our next episode and you'd like to learn more about Micah, you could find a link to his LinkedIn profile in our show notes. You can contact him on Twitter where his handle is MicahFK, that's M-I-C-A-H-F-K, or you could visit his company's website which is turnriver.com. And a special thanks to Previsible for sponsoring this podcast. If you're looking for support with all of your SEO needs, Previsible's integrated consulting model is there for you. They draw on a collective 40 years of SEO and digital marketing experience to help you unlock your organic search and growth opportunities. So join brands like Yelp, eBay, Canva, Atlassian, and Square, all who rely on SEO consultants at Previsible. For more information, go to previsible.io. That's P-R-E-V-I-S-I-B-L-E dot I-O. And a special thanks to Ahrefs for sponsoring this podcast. Monitoring your website used to require multiple expensive tools, but that's not the case anymore thanks to Ahrefs because they just launched their Ahrefs Webmaster Tools product, which monitors your SEO health, helps you keep track of your backlinks, and gives you the insight into what keywords are performing for free. So check out Ahrefs Webmaster Tools at ahrefs.com slash A-W-T. That's Ahrefs, A-H-R-E-F-S dot com slash A-W-T. Just one more link in our show notes I'd like to tell you about. If you didn't have a chance to take notes while you were listening to this podcast, head over to voicesofsearch.com where we have summaries of all of our episodes and contact information for our guests. You can also send us your topic suggestions or your SEO questions, and you can even apply to be a guest speaker on the Voices of Search podcast. Of course, you can always reach out on social media. Our handle is Voices of Search on Twitter, and my personal handle is Ben J. Shap, B-E-N-J-S-H-A-P. And if you haven't subscribed yet and you want a daily stream of SEO and content marketing insights in your podcast, feed. We're going to publish an episode every day during the work week. So hit the subscribe button in your podcast app and we'll be back in your feed in the next business day. All right, that's it for today. But until next time, remember the answers are always in the data. Music.